In a world that tells us that if you're not happy, you can just change your job, end your relationship, start a new one, have a baby, get a puppy or five. We are constantly facing change in the pursuit of happiness. And yet, deep down, we resist this so much because nobody teaches us how to navigate transitions. Well, I'm here to change that. Join me and my guest every week to find the inspiration and actionable steps to dive into your next great chapter. Let's write it together. Hello, everybody. I am so happy to introduce you to an expert in co-parenting. I actually think she's the expert. She is the founder of the Co-Parenting Collective, Rosalie, beautiful human who has been an inspiration in my journey when you're at the beginning of the divorce and you're sort of terrified of how am I going to do this parenting, co-parenting, parallel parenting, all the options out there. And I remember looking at her, at her page and go like, oh, here is a model we don't talk about. And um, I am so happy to introduce you all to Rosalie, and she's going to tell us everything that she's learned about co-parenting, all the steps to facilitate this arrangement. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, we'll, we'll open up with uh, Rosalie. Thank you so much. Hi, everyone. Uh, it's nice to see everyone sort of through this, this uh, angle. And I adore Olga and her message. And we're so in sync on so many levels, you know, she's more on the divorce side, but she can also, you know, we've had our, ch you know, our private chats and um, we were just saying that we're so in sync about what it takes, how to get there. And we, I think we, right. We both have had enough of the nonsense, like all the stuff that goes around that puts fear in divorcing couples. And it's, it's just wrong to do. I mean, these are, this is a high stakes game, right? Whether you stay married or not, it's a high stakes game of raising children. And so um, my whole mission was just to um, get the facts straight. Let everybody know what is really, 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 really possible. You know, you go through the divorce and that is really actually just, the, just a process. That's a snippet. That's a technicality it's really you know it does set the tone for what comes next but you have when you have children you have the rest of their lives to go and then you know if you get it right you can still be grandparents together and all the rest of life is full and you can enjoy it and have a peace of mind so I better stop now because I'll go on and on and on about it <laughs> I want to go on and on and on because I could I really could and we were saying at the beginning before we started recording that the conversation has had the volume way too high on all the negatives of co-parenting. Mm -hmm. And I sometimes look at the people who tend to criticize and judge us for choosing divorce and co-parenting. And I sometimes look at their own parenting within their marriage and go, wait a minute, you're doing what I call the tag parenting, which is when you got into that stage in the marriage where really you should separate, you should go separate ways, but you're staying for the kids, for finances, whatever reasons, but you're doing mm -hmm. tag parenting where you take the kids here, I'll take them after, you don't interact. It's just like, you go this way, I go this way, then we'll have a big blow up when we have to agree on anything. And we were saying, I, there's a part of me that absolutely loves co-parenting because I get to do 100% of the things that I want to do when the kids are on my on my in my turf, like I call it, you know, yeah. and you don't have to agree with another person if you don't want to. I mean, there is different styles of co-parenting, parallel parenting, but you do have that sense of there is good in this. So if you can tell us what are the good things in your experience that already exist about co-parenting? Well, I, I want to, I'm going to preface this by saying that I did not, so I'm a mom of three and I have, sorry, um, I'm a mom of three and I have co-parented my son, who's the oldest. Um, he was co-parented his entire life. So his dad and I split up when he was five months old. So um, literally his entire life and he's 23 now. And when I tell you, I am beyond proud of him. I have two younger girls now, 10 and, and four. And so here's what, here's what every, okay, here's what the nightmare that it was at the beginning. Um, 
it, literally my ex and I almost couldn't even look at each other. Uh, you know, I could have, I, I want to explain this in the best way possible, but I'm also like low. I, I don't like being judgmental because I know that there's so many levels to everything out there in the world, but you know, a lot of people that talk in this space these days might've rubber stamped my ex as a narcissist. Now, if I had done that, and believe me, I had my, <laughs> I had times where I'm like that MF for you, such a, and this will never work. It's going to be a nightmare. I used to, it was so much dread. I'm like, this is never going to work. It's going to be a nightmare. We're going to fight until our son, you know, turns 18. That was, I was there 20 years ago. Um, longer than that. But uh, anyway, I want anyone who's listening to know that it doesn't, you don't, it doesn't have to go like that. So at the beginning, you're probably going to feel like that. And it's all 1 billion percent normal to feel that way. And you should feel that and you should feel it so you can process it. And then once you get through the processing, once the crying in the pillow, once the frustration, and it's going to, it's going to keep going. Everybody's different. So it's going to keep going until it doesn't, until it's a little bit less and it's a little bit less. So I just tell people to start, start where you are, meet yourself where you are. But the key is to focus on you, not your ex. So once you're, you guys are done and your romance is over, then you have to switch. That's the key, is to switch over to the children. How can I now be the best parent I can be to these kids? And that can take you where you wanna go in co-parenting because you're not worried about your ex talking to you some way. You're not worried about, really anything, you're falling back in love with yourself, which we should all do. <laughs> I think we should all marry ourselves and have open relationships. No, but, <laughs> but anyway. You other people. Right? Right? <laughs> so that's why my company is called Divorce for Love. It's like this yeah. time you marry for love, love and you're for for love. you love yourself and your children. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, and I remember, um, I remember a conversation I had with somebody and it was all like everything that that she was saying was, well, he does and he does and he does. And I'm like, no, no, no. We're not worried about what he does. We're worried about what we do because you are the mom to the kids. You're not his wife anymore. Just, you know, check that box off, remove it off the lid. You're not his wife anymore. Okay, so whatever his opinion of you doesn't matter. Whatever he's thinking he needs to do with his life doesn't matter. If he wants to flake out after the divorce and not see the kids, that's really tragic. Um, but he might, you know, I mean, if he wants to go live at the on live in regrets when the kids are old enough to look him in the eye and ask him what's going on, that's his story. You need to write your own story. So. Anyway, to, to answer your question from before, because I could, like I said, I could go on and on. But I, so I started from a really bad place um, with my son's father. And I can almost say that that T-ball brought us together, but there were moments before that too. So like we had this baby and I was working full time and I was dreading having to see his father, but I did. And, um, you know, we went through the courts, which was another part of the nightmare. Um, I know that it's necessary sometimes, but it was really a nightmare for me. I'm not, I'm not really a confrontational person. So the court to me was a very confrontational place. And it gave me intense anxiety to the point of like almost panic attacks. So Long story short, I we went through the process. Um, we did get a, a court-ordered custody custody agreement for our son. So that basically looked like, let me just pull down this Phillips schedule, punch in your names, and sign off on that. You know, it wasn't had nothing to do with me. Had nothing to do with our son and who he was. 
had nothing to do really with my ex. It was just, let's get through these. That's what it felt like to me. It was like, let's get through these cases and not really, you know, let's just get these people through, through the process. Okay. So we had a court ordered custody agreement, which we stuck to for the better part of a year because we needed it. We needed the space and we needed that structure. Um, but I think the space allowed us, you know, allowed the dust to settle. Um, some people it takes less time. Um, I feel like within six months I was starting to feel a little better about everything. You know, you just get adjusted. And then, so we went through like the first year of holidays, which is always the worst and we're coming up on those. Um, and it was tough because we were all, you know, it was alternating every other year. And so, you know, the first, um, Christmas, he was with dad and I was like a mess, but the second year came around and it got a little easier and we ended up saying friendly things to each other sometimes at drop off or, and it was more, not about us. It was more about what our son was doing, the cute things he was doing now and focused on, um, what words he was saying and what he was doing while I was working and, uh, you know, or when he went over to his grandparents' house or, you know, stuff like little things, not like two hour conversations. And then it just sort of started to build from there. And for me, it was a matter of trust. So I didn't want to listen to him make comments about me or degrade me in any way. So, you know, if that, that wasn't happening, so I felt like I could allow him in a little bit more and a little bit more, literally in like specs. You know, you shake pepper, like a pepper speck. It was like, that's like, a... um, and then our, when our son signed up for T-ball when he was about four years old, um, then it really took off. Um, now we have, we, now we don't have a baby. We have a toddler, three, four years old. Um, it's cute getting in his little uniforms and his dad decided to coach and I went there, you know, I'd be there for every little game and stuff like that. And then afterwards we started like, didn't he do so good? And we were both so excited for him. And this was like a new, he hit a new milestone. He's in a sport. And, um, so we just started to connect that way. And it progressed. Then there was more conversation. And then it made like, then we had to go to school and we were discussing where he was going to go to school. And it went from there. So I guess this is the long way of me saying that you can start in a really ugly place with someone you think is a narcissist. And time can go by and your children grows out of wherever you are right now and you can come back and reconnect but i do think that it's super super important to give yourself the space and i want people to know that because <clears throat> sometimes we think okay we're divorced but we still have these kids so i still want to like i they still want to be in each other's faces but that is not it we can't be doing that we have to give you have to let the, like I said, let the dust settle. And it is, it's, it stirs up, the divorce stirs up a lot of things, doesn't it? It does. And, but I love that you made the distinction. The divorce is a process. And I know that we all get stuck there. It's like mm -hmm. a quicksand that if we don't move fast through it, we just sort of get swallowed up. There are consequences to how the divorce is handled. But then there is this other journey. So to me, it's a divorce journey. That's one trip. Mm -hmm. And it can get like a roller coaster if you don't have the right guidance. Yes. This is the co-parenting journey. And that can be like, I love what you said about even grandchildren. We can be grandparents. Yeah. We won't be driving in the same car and living in the same car, but we can be there for our children. Mm -hmm. And I have seen this with my clients where same thing, no matter where you start from, it could be the most chaotic, the most confrontational marriage. And I said, I don't care what your marriage was like. Now you're mm -hmm. going to get divorced. Set a new ground rule. Say mm -hmm. like from now on, this is how we're going to be treating each other. And then co-parenting, it's another journey where you may start in one position, but hey, you're going to be moving. And it's like, you know, those, those air, airplanes that they don't have a destination and they're heading straight towards it. They're always readjusting, readjusting, readjusting. Mm -hmm. So 
to me, it's very important that people know the process, okay? And they know that you can start how you said it. And I want to give people a little um, mind twist. You can start the other way. And I'm going to tell you about my experiences. We started the other way. We started absolutely terrifically fantastic. I mean, like we went to have drinks when we picked up our, our divorce papers. Mm -hmm. We had the best divorce ever. We were going to be the co-parents that, I mean, there was going to be a TV show done about us. And we literally <laughs> live next door to each other. We built another house so we could be next door to each other. It was all fantastic. We went on a skin holidays. That's when I was saying like, that to me was my ideal co-parenting. Skiing holidays together. The kids could walk back and forth any minute. We will discuss everything. So, hey, how are we doing for video games? What are we doing with phones? Everything. And we will spend the holidays together. It was always a tradition. Mm -hmm. And then a third person comes along. And this third person, which is his wife, does not agree with any of this. And this is where we have to bring our human spirit into it and say which i have to tell you for me thank goodness i have all my coaching certification <laughs> and i'm teaching in this space yourself, right <laughs> i'm teaching what i'm preaching so i had to go oh well this is a challenge here yes and i felt how my whole co-parenting beginning was going to be very different to how it was going to evolve yes. now i still had a choice do i want to mm -hmm. go to war do i want to put my ego before my children's uh needs do I want to create conflict when I knew that there are ways to avoid it and when I was confronted with yes uh, Thanksgiving this year is gonna be either your house or my house and I said you know what let's just make it easier on everybody I won't be around I'll just go I'll just be in Austin so I explained to my children that I had a trip coming up and right. I don't have to tell my children well this is because this person no. what who am I going to say so that you moving? yeah yeah exactly so but I could, I, I could have made a very different decision and I could have created this spiral of hatred and animosity, whereas in my opinion, it's what is important, my children's yeah. happiness. My relationship with him, oh, it turns out that it has to change. Okay, I can yeah. do that. And, right. and you've done it before. That's your divorce. So what's another, what's, you know, I think people forget how beautiful it is to be human and be able to make these kind of changes almost instantaneously because what other species has a choice to live some other like can you like does an elephant choose like well i want to be a shark today i'm just going to go down to the ocean guys i'll i'll catch you later i don't like being an elephant anymore this is terrible well, let me go no we have that ability and i think that we take it for granted. We can adapt. It, we will not die. You won't die from breaking up with somebody. And not for nothing, I, I teach this to my children as well. I want to teach them, look, marriage is a funny thing, right? You have to do it to know if you're good at it. And parenting, <laughs> parenting is the same effing thing. You have to have the kid can't sit on the sidelines go, mm, yeah, that, that's not going to work. No, you have to have the kid and then figure out whether you're good at it. What other way is there? I don't know any other. Do you know any other way? So it goes to reason that you're going to get it wrong sometimes. And that's okay, right? You didn't just stand up as a baby and just start running marathons. No, that's not how it works. So there's a very, something very, very extraordinary and beautiful that we need to recognize in ourselves that you aren't going to die because someone doesn't love you anymore. You're not going to die because your husband couldn't keep his, you know what, in his pants. You're not going to die because your ex meets someone new, because guess what? You probably will too. And the goal should be to send children out into the world that know not only how to have relationships, but also how to end relationships. Wow. That, that is my personal belief. That's how I raise my own children. And that's why I co-parent the way that I do, because I want them to see what's possible.
So they're not afraid to end a relationship because someone said that divorce is horrible and it's a nightmare and everything's a nightmare. So, because it, isn't it interesting that about anything else in their lives, we will teach them, look, if it doesn't feel good, you know, exactly. live it. Like if you're in a work environment that's destroying you, don't stay there. You live in a place that, but when it comes to this one particular situation where we sign a paper and even though we are legally allowed to dissolve that contract, we still put all these other BS in my opinion and say, no, we can't do that. Whereas as women stepping up and saying, actually you can do that and this is how you do it. And hey, for me, it's about how do you handle the obstacles? It's not about I am going to remove every single obstacle for you, my dear child. I'm going to spend my life with a shield in front of you going like, give it to me. That's not I don't want to. Does that make me a bad mom? <laughs> I don't want to shield them from everything. <laughs> you are a realistic mom. Like, can yeah. you... Can you really imagine your children university with you running behind him going like, oh, wait, hold on. Don't talk to this person. She's toxic. No, you just go teach By them. the way, by the way, my, my son's father is, is that parent, like has to be in the thing, telling all the stuff, da, 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 da. But I, and I laugh because I say, you know what? You are born with, a, you have this baby and the genes are whatever the genes are. And you, it's amazing what actually comes through the genes, hand expressions, facial expressions, tone of voice, style of, forget it. I, that's, an, that's another chat. But anyway, so you have to take this little genetic ball of wonder and discover who this person is. But I say, but I say you know, his dad is who his dad is. And for all the things that don't work for me as a person, that didn't work for me as a person with him you know he's a he's a good dad for him to have he was a good dad for my son and thank goodness he also had me and still you know still has me because I took the edge off all the things that maybe I don't agree with you know what I wouldn't be as a parent doesn't mean that that's not right for my kid who is a genetic combination of both of us and we have to accept that. I think that people have a hard time. They're like, no, no, no. This is my kid. You know, breasts and a womb don't make you a parent. And, you know, sperm doesn't make you a parent. You know, you have to really look at the baby and consider who they are. Like, what does this kid, you know, what does this kid do? And I've, I'm as the mom of three, and you know, you've had two. They come out. Each one is different. Oh, all different. They come with their own. From day one, right? Yeah. What are you gonna do? You know, Robert. You know, give give them the, you know, expect everything to be exactly the same and always the same, and you're the only right one who can do it right. No, you're really setting yourself up for failure to do that, in my opinion. Yeah, no. To me, it's about giving them the skills to to handle all that change, all the turmoil, whatever is gonna come. When people come to me and say, "I'm gonna stay with for the kids," I go. Just save that energy and save that sentiment. It's beautiful. Just use it throughout your co-parenting because there will be moments when you will need to put your ego aside. And this is the part that I am always very blunt about it. And when yeah. my clients come to me and they're like, well, he's messing with me because of this or that or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I go like, wait a minute. Let's, let's be honest here. Is that about your children's benefit or is it about your ego? And that's where I had to look at it and go, well, can we still create an environment where our children are happy, even if we cannot spend Christmas together, or we cannot, whatever. Can we still show them it's all good and this is how it works? It was only my ego that was upset about it because I wanted to create this fantastic uh, co-parenting Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? It's not going to happen at this time. Again, I know that we have a long journey. I know that some people just need their adjustment time and then it'll be like, okay, I'm not a threat. Seriously, even if I show up at Thanksgiving. Right, right, right. But it's not my place. It's not my battle to fight that one because it's nothing to do with my children. That's just my ego. So this to me is when, when it comes to co-parenting, it's like you are going to need to take deep breaths. I... I breathe deeper on my co-parenting that I ever breathe, even through my childbearing. I was looking for extra. You sucked it all up over there in Hawaii. <laughs> sucking all the I'm, I'm there going, just go <laughs> before you react. Because 
let's be honest. If you're not with your partner, it's because you don't agree on the majority of things. So that's what's happening now. When it comes to co-parenting, it's almost a reminder of, that's the reason why I'm not good with you. Okay. Now, am I going to take it out on our children? Or am I going to take it out on what a horrible well, person you are? And that, and that is that, that's the caveat, isn't it? Why separate if you're going to still stay fixated on the problem? You know what I say? Huh. Not my problem. Yeah. No, my pro- Oh no, that's her problem now. Oh, that's not my problem. You know, I, mean, I literally, I literally think that sometimes. And right now, look, I'm 20 years removed from starting co-parenting with my son's ex and my daughter. Now my second ex, my daughters, um, we had the same as you. We were like, look, this isn't working. We got to do something else. So it was amicable. I've lived both sides of the coin. Um, But what you were saying about co-parenting and people saying, I'm going to stay for the kids. You're all you're doing is just keeping them in the environment, you know, almost keeping them like sticking your kids into the pressure cooker and keeping the button, you know, just keeping it on. When you, when you co-parent, you are still staying, you're staying from your kid, you're staying for the kids. That's what co-parenting is. You are staying parents together for the kids. You're removing whatever dysfunction is not healthy for them. So as a matter of fact, I say that staying is almost, again, I don't but I mean, I think that, you know, staying in a toxic environment, a dysfunctional environment, and I totally agree with people that want to stay until they have given 105%, you know, do everything that you can to preserve your marriage or relationship. I'm all about that unless there's abuse and then get the fuck out. Excuse me. Sorry, Facebook. Sorry. Um, <laughs> then get out and we can have that conversation. You know, we can have a separate conversation about that. But I mean, if it's, if you can't show your kids what's right, then at least as far as romance and the intimacy and the marriage part, then, you know, come out of it and show them how to come out of it. Cause you're, you're teaching your children. Co-parenting will teach your children how to end a relationship and not for nothing. It's a 50, 50 chance that they're going to end up divorced today that's the stats today so if i said to you okay the lotto is at 100 million you got a 50 50 chance of winning what you what are you gonna do you're gonna go down and buy a lottery ticket aren't you Mm -hmm. okay so co-parenting is kind of the same thing there's a 50 50 chance that your kid is going to end up um separated or maybe divorced so what should you do you should show them how to do it if you're in that position right now. Yeah. No, absolutely. And, and again, it's all about what are we teaching our children? And it's not about judgment. Like, please, I'm the, I'm the queen of you do you, whatever Maybe. works for you. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it's about giving people awareness because it's been so out of balance for so long mm-hmm. where I don't know how you feel about when you are divorced. I don't like being called a single mother because I am not. I chose 50-50 custody. So for me, I am a divorced mother. Mm-hmm. So for 50% of my time, I have my children in what I call full-on part-time mom. I mm-hmm. am so on my children that I don't think I could have ever been when I was married. I, it was always like, well, you know, he's got half of it, whatever. Now, when I have my children, I'm so focused. I'm so dedicated. I get to do things my way. Mm -hmm. To me, that is beautiful. And it wasn't explained. It was Mm -hmm. when I was saying the exact same sentence of, I will stay for the children. This is not so bad. He doesn't abuse me. He's a good man. And yet there I was every day swallowing up my energy that was just saying like, but there's so much more out there. This is is over. That's it. It simply ended. Mm -hmm. We don't need to find any other reasons. But I was like, well, I just stay for the children. And then now seeing the after and now how I am a much better mother, I can teach them all about transitions and how to do it. I look back and I go, I really wish that somebody had told me, hey, you're not a single mom. You're not going to be financially um, incompetent unless you want to or you don't really want to learn how to do it. 
I wish that somebody had told me that because that would have removed a layer of obstacles that honestly, once I faced them, it was like, no, I am a much better mom. I'm a much better partner to my new partner. I'm teaching my children what real love is, what yeah. being a strong, independent woman is. Like to me, mm-hmm. there was no room for that in my marriage. So again, no judgment, just letting people know you're not leaving a scenario that doesn't satisfy you to go into mayhem, chaos, and distress. There is right. many other paths. And if you look mm-hmm. at Rosalie, you look at myself, you look at all the other women who are speaking up and saying, hey, divorce can be a chance to transform for the better. Co-parenting mm-hmm. can become this trip where honestly, mm-hmm. it's where I work on my ego, egotistical demons. Because it's the mm-hmm. one place where I'm like, yeah, I want it to be my way or the highway. And it's like, well, <laughs> too bad. Yeah. Yeah. But you can, you can make that you can bridge the gap between a selfish ego and bridge that gap and go over to a high functioning ego because we never fully remove our ego, do we? Right? So we always have it. Yeah. And um, you know, I think as far as staying with the kids, staying for the kids, your relationship problems, you could stay. I mean, go right ahead. But the your relationship problems will always it'll just be heavy. It'll take up space in your mind and it will, I remember you're so distracted trying to figure out why this one over here is pissed off about God only knows what. Or I remember one time um, coming home, I think it was like six minutes. I, I got out of work at like 5.30 and then with traffic, I would be home at like six. I remember coming home at six, couldn't wait. To, oh my God, I had such a rough, rough day. Couldn't wait to see my baby. Um, my new baby, by the way, my son was like four months old. So I'm like coming home, I get home. And guess who's pissed off? Cause I was six minutes past six o'clock. So now instead of like you were saying, Instead of enjoying your baby, instead of enjoying your child, instead of being tuned in as a mother, I had to spend, God only knows how long we argued about that. Cause I was like, what are you even talking about? Are you out of your mind right now? You've been with my baby all day. Excuse me. <laughs> I would like to see my child. You know, if you're on some kind of tear, go take it upstairs or whatever. I mean, it was, it, and, and it's funny cause that it's such a small thing, right? But that stuck out to me so it's to, even now, look, my son's 23. So 23 years later, it's still, I can still recount that moment because of what it, the effect it had on me and how I'm like, this is not, this is not good. This is not good. Uh, so again, anybody who's watching, no judgment, stay as long as you need to, to figure out that you can't be here anymore or f- stay as long as you need to, to fix it. Um, but one way or another, you are, you are teaching your kids something. And one way or another, you're lovable. You are doing the right thing. I just, as long as we put everything in neutral, that's what I always say. I'm not pro-divorce, pro-marriage. I'm just pro-happy people. As long as you can show up for your children and be present, because I've always described that drain of energy. It was draining my soul. And I see it with so many women that are staying in the marriages and they're like, well, whatever, we'll just keep doing this. And then there is an element of alcohol and an element of medication that I say, well, you you know what you're putting here, right? So you're bringing this into the equation just to keep this going. Let's just, again, let's be honest. If that's what you want to do, terrific. Mm -hmm. But there is another life. And also I want to- Consequence. There's always a consequence. I, I, you know, and I say this, I say even a feather dropped in a pond creates a ripple. So whatever you're doing, even if you think that it's the most subtle thing to keep the, keep the floodgates from opening in your relationship, it's still affecting things around you that maybe you're not even aware of because you're so bogged down by the problems. Um, but I think, um, what was I going to say? I was going to say, so you just said something and it triggered um, what was that? I don't know. I don't remember, but yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think that co-parenting was the right choice for my ex and I, um, I do want to clarify that you will, like you were saying someone came in and now your ex has a wife and she wasn't down for it. Ideally we would meet someone who is down for it, right? <laughs> that's what, that's what we should aim for. Um, 
like the girl, you know, my daughter's father, I was, I, I literally said to him, look, this is how it goes in my life. Cause my son at that point was eight, almost nine. And I said, this is how our life is. And so I just want to put it out there and let you know, if that's not cool with you, then not going to work. So my family was still my priority. And sometimes, sometimes when people get divorced, they forget to make their, to keep the children as the priority. Um, and I, and I kind of get it. Um, like I said, in this work and dealing with hundreds of men and women, um, and helping them through, I know that sometimes I, I don't want to, I don't like to, I don't like to gender bias, but sometimes like a man might not know what to do with the kids. Like if he's coming out of a marriage where the wife did everything. And so he might rush to get someone in there to fill that spot so that he can continue to be a dad or do whatever he was doing. Cause it's, again, we're just trying to latch back onto something that's comfortable and not so scary. Um, but we should always be trying to find people that, that fit in. Um, I don't know how many times I heard of, you know, co-parenting great, 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 great. And then you hit that milestone where you meet people and they literally sabotage the F out of the whole, blow the whole thing up. And nobody, I'm like, what? You, you put in all this work and you literally, like if you had saved up a million dollars and someone came in and t- took it all, you would let them? <laughs> what? It's the same thing. Those are your kids. So no, nobody's sabotaging my anything because I worked for this. And that's I agree. It. And, and, and the funniest part of this all is that <laughs> I personally went out with this fantastic man. Everything was like, tick, 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 tick. Yeah, yeah. Came my skin trip with my ex and the children, and he went, "What the?" And I went, uh, "What the?" Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, this yeah. is happening. I'm going skin with my yeah. ex. I don't want to go back with him. There is nothing. Can you handle this? Uh, okay, I'll give you time until I come back from my skin trip. You right. feel sore, and I say, yeah, <laughs> "That's not gonna work because yeah. me is very important." So the man that is in my life right now, my right. children beyond adore him. He adores my children. He gets along with my ex. The whole shebang. But yeah. again, those are my choices. That's the world that I create. Uh-huh. World, I have no control over it. It's his choices. So yeah. that's the part where, again, we have to do the inner work to say, mm-hmm. I release control. Uh, this is not what we wanted. I had all those feelings of, dude, are you kidding me? Like we mm-hmm. had a divorce that you could write a book about. We've had the best relationship. Everybody's like, how can you guys do this? And then you let this other human come and dictate out of complete nonsense, just literally out of jealousy and insecurity. And you go with that. Hey, if that's still what that person wants to do, that's when you go, okay, what can I control? Oh, I can control my reactions Mm -hmm. and I can control how nasty this gets and I can control. So that's again, for me, it's all about always find the choice there's payoff that we we find the payoff within ourselves. So if you're allowing someone to come in and disrupt, which is, again, I'm just going to say that it sounds really wild to me every time I hear it, because you think of go back and think it through. So you had a relationship, you had children and I use relationship, you know, as the neutral word, because not everybody's married and divorced and stuff. So you had a relationship children came out of it. You absolutely love your children and were worried to go through with breaking up that relationship or the split because you, you were afraid of what it would mean for you as a parent, as a mother to your children or mother or father to your children. Then you, then you get through that, right? Then you co-parent and you put in the work and the time and and just and and like literally right just listening to me say that does that make you want to protect it it does me and but some people are like no i'm going to put someone who knows nothing about my backstory and has no respect for all the work that i just put in come in and light my house on fire and <laughs> trust me that was my first reaction was like I'm sorry. I don't think that anybody explained to this woman how important it is, how hard we, we work on this. And so I took it up on myself to have a conversation with her and yeah. be like, I don't, I don't know what part you're missing, but I don't want to go back with him ever. Right. 
I'm right. so happy. I mean, I have the ring. I'm getting married. If COVID hadn't hit, we would right. be like, was so much. <laughs> and yet there was no understanding that. So then it's where you go, what am I going to do? Fight against this wall every single day or accept the other person, the one and only person that really could control this. And, you know, I've spoken to him and I said, hey, can you make sure that she, it's still like, yeah, it's not going nowhere. Then seriously, right. what do you do? It's like me trying to fight coronavirus. Right. <laughs> What are we doing here? You know, where <laughs> it is, know that hey, life was much better before. Yeah, <laughs> I know where we can go and work it, but it's not going to work to control anybody else. So it's you know, we, we can only control ourselves and our reactions. And to be honest, I again, in some mm -hmm. bizarre way, thank the universe for having put this person in my path because it has helped me so much with coaching my clients because. Truth to be told, I had a divorce that was easy. So when I have my clients that come up to me and say, oh, yeah. it's teaching me like, oh, oh, I see now, you know, like how to communicate with someone that is so blocked. They're only seeing one thing and you have to, now I see, now I understand better. So I always say like, God bless her. She's, she's giving me money, skills, everything. Yeah, she made my relationship change. But that's okay. It's yeah. it was gonna change, you know. Eventually, when when our kids were eighteen, we were gonna be at this point where it's like, okay, so I don't talk to you until Thanksgiving or whatever. So, it's it's just about hey, it's a journey. How mm -hmm. easy or how hard that you wanna do. And sometimes it's just a matter of sitting down and going, okay, if I go with option number A, this is what happens. Mm -hmm. Option number B, this is what happens. What about my children? They are collateral here. What's best for them? And then just going with, look, it's best for the children. It's a great exercise on unconditional love. And just yeah. going like, I may have to take a little bit of a backseat. Unconditional love for yourself. For, for yourself. myself and for my children as well. Being like, you know, I, like I've said it before, I'm Spanish. Okay. Mm -hmm. My background is, <laughs> you F with me. Oh, you are with, you know, right, 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 you right. are in danger. Like, I mean, I've never touched anybody physically, but right. spiritually. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will destroy <laughs> you. So knowing that I have, that my children go to them every two weeks and that if I'm sending negative energy, she's going to receive it and she's going to take it out of my children. It's like, you know what? We're going to do it differently. And it's, it's teaching me how to act in a way that honestly is more loving. It's more patient. It's more kind. And I'm sure that I'm, that's what I was talking to you about. That's you're in, you're no longer in like the, I call it the primordial ego. You're high functioning now, right? So you're, you've still got an ego because your ego says, I want to protect my children and raise the best kids that I can and be proud of my children and my family. So that's still like a little bit of the ego, but it's a high functioning because you're putting, you're putting the right adjectives and actions into your ego now, right? So the lower, the lower level ego puts the wrong actions and adjectives into it. So, um, yeah, that's amazing. I, I, I just feel like, I feel like if more people would understand what co-parenting really is, and that's what I'm doing. Like, I'm just trying to turn the volume up so everybody can hear it. That's it. I was sick and tired of reading and seeing and hearing and listening to end the judgments and, you know, the comments and, um, oh, well, you must, you know, and I, I think that we have, I want to say that. I want to say this. This is actually triggering a thought in me. So I want to say this to anybody who's listening. If you are listening and maybe you're not a co-parent yet or you're not fully divorced yet or maybe you're having trouble in your relationship or you want to, you're going to fix it and you want to fix it and you have hope for that. Um, just if you know a co-parent, which a lot of us, again, with the odds, you probably do, be kind to them. Don't say things like, well, at least you have them have time to yourself. Well, sure, we do, but we miss our kids. And, you know, you have time to yourself too, because I'm sure you're not with your kid 24 7, 365. So, I mean, I'm sure when they're, you know, like I always, I always like to bounce the married people memes off of the brains of someone I'm talking to. And I say, you know, there's, you look in the married space and you see it's like, can I get a break from my kids? Out of my kids, am I driving me nuts? And date nights, and let me get out of here. So, I mean, we're living that 
right? We have that. We don't have to ask anyone's permission. We don't have to hire babysitters and we can, yes, we can take guilt-free time to ourselves, but that doesn't mean we don't miss our kids because we do, you know, we're still parents and don't say things like, um, oh, you're, you know, you're, I'm not a, I'm not a 50% mom. So I have things to do. Like, don't say stuff like that because it, we're not 50% moms, we're 100% moms. And again, let me just revert back to, uh, if I was married, you know, uh, still married to my ex, I would like leave my house without my children sometimes. So does that mean that the second I step out of the, <laughs> out of the door, I'm not a mom anymore? No, it doesn't. So those are ridiculous things that Again, I'm trying to change those narratives and build the sensitivity to families because we, you know, we deserve it. Just like married parents deserve breaks. Yeah. You know, co-parents deserve a a little consideration and a little uh, pat on the back for being able to co-parent. Well, that's, that's a whole new episode to talk about the things to say and not say to people who are divorced mm-hmm. or right. who are in the process. I actually, I am gobsmacked with the shit that people say. And it's like, yeah, what you're saying, that's why I was saying to you, you know, at the beginning, if people will to give me shit about my, par- my co-parenting and I'm like, but look at your parenting. Yeah, you may be married, but that doesn't make it any better. So let's just respect each other. Let's just yeah, support each fine. other. You know what being I said? married is just as beautiful as me divorced, as long as we're being the best version that we can possibly be. Yeah, and understand that everybody's mm-hmm. on this journey. I may be on my co-parenting journey where it's going a little bit sideways. You may be in your co-parenting journey when it's now finally going full steam ahead. Somebody mm-hmm. may be on their journey of maybe I need to leave my husband. Let's just, let's just all just support each other and say, hey, right. you're doing the best that you can. And that's yeah. it. And that's where, you know, when we talk in conversations like today, with Rosalie, I really want you to understand there are many ways to skin this cat. Just make sure that you keep on bringing it to that, to what's best for my children. How can mm-hmm. I love them better? And you'll always find a way. And, you know, we, today we were super honest. We told you it started bad, then it changed better. Or it started good, it changed to worse. Yeah. It's all good. We're still, look at us. We're still fabulous, smiling, <laughs> and uh, loving our children. And our children are beyond functional, fantastic humans. So, Rosalie, is there anything else that you would like to let our people know before we go and before you let them know how to find you and what it is that you offer us? Yes. So I am the founder of the Co-Parenting Collective. Uh, As I said, I'm a mom of three and I'm a co-parenting expert. So um, I coach people on how to co-parent and anyone can find me. Um, We've got the co-parentingcollective.com, IG, super active community. Um, The what? The website is active too, but, um, but anyway, IG, um, we are on Facebook, but, um, I feel like IG is a little more active and, uh, yeah, that's where you can find me and I don't, you know, talk to me or just, yes, I'm super, I'm super casual. Um, I try to answer every single DM, even if it takes me (laughs) a little while. So be patient if you reach out. Um, but yeah, I'm here. I'm here for it. I'm here for anyone who wants to know anything about any struggle whatsoever with co-parenting. I, I, I got an answer. It's not a one size fits all, but I'm sure that I can give you an idea of something to, to help. And I encourage everybody to definitely follow her, the co-parenting collective, grab out your phones right now and follow because I always think that it's so important to be inspired and to see how other people are doing what you may have thought that society said, no, that doesn't exist. No, it actually exists. And Rosalie does an amazing job at showing all of it. And man, if you- I I like to say the good, we we tackle the good, the bad, and what the F's in between. (laughs) (laughs) There you have it, the whole spectrum. The whole shebang. (laughs) There's nothing I haven't heard. Do go there. Um, very often we play our own Instagram feed of horror stories in our head. No, go and see what's really go happening. Go and see what's really happening. Yeah. yeah. And I love bringing the experts. So we just spent almost an hour uh, talking. No. To you. Yeah, I know. This is my no. I know. It's oh, my like, God. oh, it's just going to be 30 minutes. And then oh. we start talking and it's so awesome. But I love people getting to know you better. So now they're like, Rosalie, I need to talk to you. I'm having this issue. Or how do you do this? Please do reach out and know that. Again, we are women who don't judge. We are women who just 
want to help in this process and want to let you know that the paradigm is changing and it's changing every day. So in a good way, yes. In a I very want, good way. I want to say one other thing because I, you know I want to talk to the fathers and the mothers. There's no if you speak to me. Look, I am not a mediator. I am not a licensed professor. I'm not an attorney. You. Those people have to, they are bound by law to say certain things to you. They cannot just whip out whatever hits their head, okay? And some of them are a little unscrupulous, right? They say things and suggest things that are, that are bad, that are only going to cause collateral damage. That said, not me. I don't. I don't, I don't have to, I'm not stuck. I'm not bound by law. I don't have to stick within some kind of, I'm not worried about a license if I say the wrong, I, no, I am not. I can talk to anybody anywhere in the world about anything. There's no agenda. There's no gender bias. There's no judgment, completely open, free. And I'm like that as a person anyway. So just everyone who knows that, who's thinking about contacting me. I can't believe we've been on here for an hour. <laughs> But I absolutely loved it. And I know that you guys loved it. So please do follow Rosalie, the co-parenting collective. I'll put it on the notes. Just go there and start getting the information that yes, it's, it's changing. You can have a beautiful parenting experience yeah. without your spouse. Um, again, we both are talking about how we find new people and then it's, it's such a fun journey. If yeah, you'll have your bumps, but that's life. Okay. It doesn't stay the same, just like the rest of life. It will not stay the same. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, yes. like for part two. No. Yes. <laughs> I know we're going to start a new recording now. Two. No. <laughs> like, subscribe, ring the bell. Support. Uh, no. Thank you so much. Beautiful. Thank you. Okay. Everybody. I'll see you next week. I'll bring you another amazing, beautiful, fun expert. So thank you, awesome. Rosalie. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. And remember to subscribe and review my podcast because I just love hearing from you. You can also follow my journey on my Instagram account at Divorce for Love and join our Facebook group in the show notes. See you next week.